0: Follow the rules. Uh, no. Are you gonna follow your instincts? Yeah. Oh,
1: but Holly said we could watch. The Mac and Sack Show.
0: The Mac and Sack Show. The Mac and Sack Show. The Mac and Sack Show. You are to to the greatest. The Mac and Sack Show. The Mac and Sack Show. Well, Macadoo. <laughs>
1: well, Sackadoo.
0: Here we go on another episode of the illustrious uh, podcast known as the Mac and Zach Show.
1: That's that's what people are calling it.
0: Mac, I've heard it too. Oh
1: gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I. What's the phrase? I've already messed. I've already messed
0: this up. That's okay. I'm uh. very drunk. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That, Mac, I'm inebriated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, good, because I'm quite sober, and that was not a movie to watch sober. I think that was my problem. Well, it sounds like Mac- maybe not, because you also had a tough time.
0: Well, yes, but I want to go back to your original point. What were you saying before you said that you messed it up?
1: I don't know. I was trying to say some. There's some phrase that's, that's like... Well, that's an hour and thirty-seven minutes. I'll never get back. Is that, I think that's what I was trying to say, but now it's like way past the time, and it's not actually a funny thing to say. So well,
0: I will say this, okay. And this just me because you know I'm a comedic uh, scientist of sorts. You know, sure. I, I like to I like to hear a joke. Uh, I like to pop open the hood, see how the engine was made, and go, oh, it's a six-cylinder joke, or or a, a V6, or a, a four-cylinder, sure. an eight-cylinder, a diesel engine joke.
1: Yeah, you, you get what the that point. That was necessary. But just, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying that if you had just said, that's an hour 37, I never got back, that wouldn't have been so funny. But the mm-hmm. fact that you struggled to remember mm-hmm. what I would have to say is one of the most common phrases of all time. <laughs> uh, it does make it a little bit humorous, and it that's the, in tune. It was tuned. the build
1: up. Is she going to Ma- get there?
0: Exactly, kind of Mac. Hair. And that is definitely in tune with this podcast, because this podcast, at its heart, is a comedy podcast. And you mm. told an inverted joke, Mac. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Cool World today. That's
1: unfortunately what we're talking about.
0: And uh, we should say that this is our second uh, fan recommendation, uh, recommended, uh, recommended, uh, movie. recommended, recommended <laughs> movie Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first being uh, what was that movie? Uh, Faithful Findings, Findings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: by Blake Bowles or Bowles? I don't I've know never known
1: it. Never but he's a good it. guy. He's good a good guy. guy. Mm-hmm. And as
0: we established before, uh, you think of him as a, as a good friend. I think he's a bud. Yeah. Um, again, nothing against Blake. Uh, I just don't know him well. Sure. Um, but this movie was recommended by another fan. Uh, her name is Sydney Capello. Um, mm-hmm. She's a. She, I've known her since freshman year at Saint Edward's University, where I went to college. Um, and she recommended this movie and mm-hmm. did not preface it by saying it was going to be the worst experience of your life. Yeah.
1: So I let you down.
0: Am I a little hurt that my friend set me up for failure? Sure. Yeah. Sure I am. But yeah, will I forgive her? How, imagine
1: how I feel right now as a as a third party.
0: Can you actually unpack down, how you feel? Drug
1: down. I I'll let me just say this. Mm-hmm. That's
0: <laughs> Mac, I will let you say it too. <laughs>
1: That's an hour and thirty seven minutes. I'll never get back.
0: I don't get the reference. Was that a callback to something?
1: <laughs> oh, that was a callback, man. It was a good one too.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sure it was, Mac. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you would allow me to do the honors, because I feel like it's been a while, Uh, Stain Song, Uh, since I've been able to uh, introduce what the show is. Do you mind if I give it a go? I don't.
1: I don't. And and let me just say that the only reason I always do it is because you always say, hey, Mac, what's this show about?
0: And that's true, Mac. it's
1: It's not me trying to steal your thunder.
0: Mac, I, I'm sorry if it came across that yeah, way. It didn't. I it didn't. I
1: just wanted there to be clarity.
0: And Mac, it's, hey, Crystal. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. let me take a big sip of beer because I'm starting to lose a little bit of my buzz that I have. Okay. The only thing, Mac, is the only thing keeping me going right now.
1: <laughs> Good. <laughs> that sounds healthy. I sounded That sounded like a wet fart.
0: I don't know which one's coming in or if it's going out, Mac, but either way, that noise came from me. You don't know what you're doing! (laughs) Mac, this show, if I had a... I have a new word count.
1: Okay, um, good. That's good. I
0: think it's somewhere between 23 and 24 words here. That feels better. Uh, That feels safe. It does, Mm -hmm. Mac. It does. And Mm -hmm. might I say before I go on, because word count aside, I'm about to pull about 23 to 24 words... Completely out of the zeitgeist, out of the ether, Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't plan these words. No. I, I want to say I mean, that. And but we before, never once have. It's all improv. It's all She's improv. It's all part of the dance.
1: Uh-huh. Just, we're just yes ending our, our little...
0: Mac, I feel like me and you, since the moment we became friends, it's just been a series of yes-ands, hasn't it?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and what? And <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh let me take another drink because again I'm starting to lose my buzz, and if I lose my buzz, I won't be happy anymore. <laughs> this
1: is the first time I've ever seen you look so scared. Mac. Zack.
0: Before I say these twenty three to twenty four words, yeah I just I'm wanna say it feels up. it feels good to to start an episode of this show with my very good friend Mac. Of course. I don't feel like we're going to get into an argument this episode. I, I don't see hey, it happening. Hey,
1: you know what? I sure hope not.
0: I don't want it to happen, Mac. I'm uh-huh. in a good mood.
1: Yeah, I see that.
0: Yeah, it's because of the alcohol, Mac. Mm-hmm. That's always been the, the, the that's secret. Been what,
1: that's what you've been missing, these other episodes.
0: Mm-hmm. And speaking of other episodes, um, you know what this episode has in common with the rest of them, Mac?
1: Mm-mm.
0: It follows a strict set of guidelines. Oh, yes. And by guidelines, I mean, what, the, what is this show? And if I had to put the show um, into about 23 to 24 words, I would say it was two very good friends with unparalleled loquacious skill sets intentionally subjecting themselves to bad movies they've never seen before for the sake of what, Mac?
1: Tell me everything! Conversation?
0: I would say that. Mm -hmm. I would say that. Mac, (laughs) I would. (laughs) But you didn't. Uh, No, I didn't. You know what? I kind of stumbled at the end there because, again, I'm pulling words um, out of... uh, out of uh, essentially out of a a, a a cartoon world that exists right beside our world. Mm. Uh, uh, before we start talking about this movie, Mac, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of preamble this episode. <laughs>
1: well, that's I good. Just, there's not going to be a lot of regular amble. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I <laughs> I don't think I've ever said before we do this more than I've said this episode,
1: uh-huh.
0: and even that in itself. And what I'm saying currently is a preamble to what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, yeah. It's no, a vicious. I'm on,
1: the, I'm on the edge of my couch.
0: It's a vicious circle, Mac. Yeah. Um. I again, you know, I'm. I just want to introduce myself properly and proper. Please. My name is Zach Busby, okay. and I am the co-host of this podcast. And uh, would you introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, Mac. I'm. I'm Mac
0: Fitzgerald Mac Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald.
1: <laughs> and I'm the co-host of this co-host podcast. of this
0: podcast. Uh huh. Uh huh. What kind of beer did you drink for this episode, Mac?
1: Uh, I drank another hop- uh, Hopadillo, or as the mm-hmm. Spanish would probably pronounce it, Hopadillo,
0: Or mesa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Uh, what did you drink this episode?
0: Well, Mac, I actually, bef- during the movie, I was not drinking beer. Um,
1: you I was
0: i'm mac i would not joke about something like this yeah um in fact i was drinking uh, a whiskey sour of sorts so what mm-hmm. i did was i got uh, whiskey and i put it into one of those shaky shake mabobbers yeah, and familiar. um with ice and uh fresh squeezed lemon juice a splash of a uh, splash of orange juice <laughs> and <laughs> some uh what is that shit called uh it's like, uh, not nectar. It's not nectar. Agave. Agave. Uh-huh. Thank you. Or as the Spanish call it, <laughs> mesa. <laughs> and I shook that together and I poured it out and I had uh, two and a half of those. And now I'm, and, and to answer and your. You those
1: during the movie?
0: Yes. Yes, I did. And, uh. Good. Mac, to answer your original question, I'm drinking Axis IPA mm-hmm. currently. Um, nice. it's a, it's part of Real Ale, Real Ale Brewing Co. And uh-huh, it has a, really it, like has, it has, has a little deer nice. on the, on the can, as you it's can see. Cute.
1: Yeah, I can see
0: that. Mm-hmm. Me it's and Mac cute. are FaceTiming this episode. Yeah, it's,
1: it's cute. To... Stop it now, come on!
0: Before we get started, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. I want to, I want to ask you a question. Please. Do girls like to cheat like guys do?
1: <laughs> no. OK,
0: that's the only do you have any questions for me? <laughs>
1: um, if you if you let's hypothetically say um, in the 1930s, you mm. came back from war and almost immediately were in a motorcycle wreck that launched you into a cartoon world. Would mm-hmm. you try to leave that cartoon world or do you think you would try to bone all the cartoons?
0: Well, before I answer that question, huh. Can I, can I ask a follow-up question?
1: Sure, um, you can. You can.
0: Oh, okay. Was there a passenger, uh, maybe my mom, that was on the back of the motorcycle, <laughs> also not wearing a helmet?
1: Uh, that, that yes. That's not and super Mac, relevant to the question, but sure. If you need the well, full
0: world. Well, it, it, it might not seem like it is yet, Mac, and I'll grant you that. God knows I grant a lot, and this is not an exception. Sure. Um, The follow-up question is, would I be... Pulled into this cartoon world before. Was the follow
1: up question not (laughs) if you had your mom on the motorcycle? I have
0: a two. It's a two part. Oh, a
1: two part. The the first part. So
0: I asked a follow up question to your question, and then the next follow up question is playing off my question, which was again, as I'll state, was a follow up question to your (laughs) original question.
1: Okay, now I'm following.
0: (laughs) It it, it tracks logically.
1: (laughs) While it was unclear before, now it's clear.
0: Perfect. And just for the listeners, specifically Gabe, I want to clear <laughs> this up. So Mac asked me a question. She said, if I was in the 1930s or 40s, which she didn't really say, but I kind of it was implied um, because that would be after a war, after World War II." There are um, other wars. N- no wars ended in the 30s. Some of them only began in the 30s, but none ended.
1: <laughs> but th- you don't go fight the whole war. He could have had a short tour.
0: That's true. He was a he was a youngster. Uh-huh. He was. But uh, again, we also know from the movie um, that it was nineteen forty two.
1: Yeah, but I I started my question with hypothetically.
0: You know what, Mac, you're right. I'm doing it I'm doing it again and I don't want to do it again. You're right. Yeah. Your Let's question Let's not
1: fight. Let's not fight. Let's not fight. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. To. It's not a big deal. I don't
0: want to. Yeah, I don't I'm want over
1: to. it. I'm over it. Me too. Okay.
0: Whew. Hey, me too. My hypothetical
1: uh, takes place in the thirties.
0: Okay, perfect. And do you mind if I continue my train of thought real quick?
1: I don't. I don't mind. Your follow-up question?
0: Was that the follow-up question? Well, not yet. So this is, again, for (laughs) Gabe, in case Gabe's listening. Uh, uh, First question Mac asked was, uh, if you were in a motorcycle or if you came back from war in the 1930s, even though no war is in in the 30s, uh, and you were... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But again, people come come back
1: intermittently Of course,
0: of course (laughs) Uh, That didn't need to be said, but I'm glad you said it
1: Also, do we know that he was at war? He just got off a plane and was in military clothes He could have been at training
0: That's a really good point, Mac Uh But what would he have been training for? Because no war started in the 1940s They only ended
1: We had a hunch that something else was coming we well, again,
0: back back to, back to my train of thought.
1: <laughs> and again, this is just a hypothetical question. Not again, based again and I, I get that. Yeah,
0: God knows yeah, I hey, understand we're, we're that. We're on the
1: same page. We're on the same team. We're not we
0: fighting. We are on the same team. The Mac and Zach show.
1: The, that's the team.
0: Mm-hmm. So, again, for Gabe, um, yeah. chronologically speaking, um, Mac's first question um, was, if you were um, in the 1930s coming back from uh, a war, and you were involved, subsequently involved in a motorcycle accident, uh, and you were pulled to a cartoon world, would you want to leave the cartoon world, or would you want to stay and bone all the cartoon characters? And then I asked a follow-up question. I said, well, Mac, can I ask a follow-up question? She said, sure. And then I asked another question on top of that, which was, um, was there a passenger on the back of my motorcycle? Um, you know, maybe my mom, was she also not wearing a helmet? But yeah. my third question, uh, I guess my second question, the third question, chronological. Well, I guess it wasn't my third question. The fourth question overall, Mac, was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm glad that we, we <laughs> specified all this. Uh-huh. Was uh, would I think I, like I should have been if, writing,
1: taking notes of these questions?
0: Well, Mac, I, I think this will. As soon as I ask this question, it'll all become clear what I was getting at the entire time. Is okay. would I be pulled um, into this cartoon world you spoke of before I figured out if my mom was actually dead or not? <gasps> Because we don't know. We don't know.
1: Okay, so wait, the question is, do you know that your mom is dead before you go into the cartoon world?
0: That's my exact question. Yes. Can I ask my, a
1: follow-up question?
0: Mac, I would be <laughs> delighted.
1: Does, does you, knowing whether or not your mom has died before you go into the cartoon world, um, make a difference as to whether or not you would bone cartoons? Yes, <laughs> okay. If
0: my mom's still alive, there's a chance she could find out about me boning cartoons. Okay. And I don't want that to happen.
1: Sure. Okay. So, so. Uh, you you know she's dead, so that's not okay. something that you have to worry about. In
0: this in, in this hypothetical scenario in 1930s, uh, we're driving a motorcycle that I won in a poker game, um, uh-huh. and we are involved in I I didn't say the poker
1: game part. You're you're you must be I'm thinking of something else.
0: You're right. I'm embellishing <laughs> on your story. Uh-huh. Um, I'll take that back. Uh, I'll have that stricken from the record. Thank you. To answer your question, if my if in this hypothetical situation I knew my mom was dead, yes, I would uh, want to stay in the world, but I wouldn't want to bone the cartoon characters unless I myself became a cartoon character.
1: Why is that?
0: Well, Mac, I have a hunch. Okay. Um, and, and that's all it is, is uh-huh. a hunch. Sure. Is if I were to um, perform a sexual act with a cartoon that cartoon might actually, in turn, become a human being. And that's what I'm afraid of.
1: What's the science there?
0: Again, I wouldn't say it's science. It's more <laughs> of an educated guess.
1: Okay. <laughs> what mm-hmm. education is that based on?
0: I have an English degree from St. Edward's University, Mac. Mm. And um, during that time, I was smoking a bunch of ganja. Mm. And also watching a bunch of uh, cartoons. Okay. And let's just say I had some uh, trippy dreams. Okay. That's all I'll say on it.
1: Yeah, that's enough.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> say think no, so?
1: Say no more.
0: I won't. <laughs> Mac, before we get started, I was Wait, wondering also, if...
1: Actually, just let's back up real quick. What what war ended in 1932 or 42? Nope. Oh, it was World War 2 You're saying he came back in the middle of it?
0: Mm-hmm. Because okay. the, the war actually ended in 44, right?
1: I think it was 45, but it might have been 44. Yeah,
0: I think that's when, I think Hitler died in 44.
1: He killed himself!
0: I think the war itself might have ended in 45, but don't quote me on that, I could be wrong. Um, Hitler might still be alive.
1: That's what I was about to say, I think there's some some rumors that he didn't die.
0: Yeah, even still, even still in 2020. Uh Uh-huh. What if we find out Hitler died of the coronavirus?
1: (laughs) That would be interesting. Would that
0: make this all worth it? Mac, let me ask you a question before we get started. Okay. Hypothetically. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Adolf Hitler, a man who shares the same birthday as you. Um, That's true. P- allegedly, uh, after he boned his cousin, um, killed himself in a bunker.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, I never saw Hitler's body, so I don't know if it actually happened or not. Let's say hypothetically it didn't, and he moved to Argentina. Correct?
1: Uh-huh. Correct, in this hypothetical and,
0: Yes. Whilst in Argentina, he uh, took on a life where he lived in quiet, quiet solitude. But ultimately, he was building up another plan uh, to to wipe out uh, not only the Jewish people, but also the other uh, people that he went after, um, whether it be anybody that wasn't blonde hair, blue eyed. And Mac, that includes both of us. That doesn't be both targets. Of
1: us. Shoot.
0: Now, again, I'm not trying to lump myself into the same plight that the six million Jews that died in uh, World War Two had. It's not what I'm trying to say. Of course not. Again, for the record, I'm not trying yeah, this, to this say that. This is a that. hypothetical. This is a hypo- it's I mean, hypothetical. It's hypothetical. It doesn't even count if I were trying to say it. Right, because it's, a, it's hypothetical. a hypothetical.
1: Hypotheticals have no no consequences in the real world.
0: Now, let's say if Adolf Hitler um, was in Argentina, as I you know said before, uh-huh. and he was coming up with a plan in 20, uh, 2021 <laughs> where he was going to uh, re-, uh, re uh, redo The, the holocaust <laughs> Regenocide Yeah re- <laughs> Regenocide uh, And coronavirus Takes the guy out All because some guy As we talked about before Mac Some guy ate a bat Yeah Would you say The coronavirus Was worth it If it took out Hitler again
1: Well How many people Was he planning on killing This is, this is the old Trolley car
0: It is mm-hmm. Mac It is the old Trolley car um, I would say That he was planning On killing Two more people than coronavirus will kill. Me and you.
1: <laughs> A snot bubble just shot out of me. <laughs> did you see it? I saw it. <laughs> did you really?
0: No. Oh
1: no. man, I wish you had. I'll have to do it again. I,
0: I did. I did see it.
1: <laughs> did you?
0: No, Mac. I'll never listeners, know. Yes. Okay. Listen, <laughs> listeners, yes.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So Hitler's gonna kill two more people.
0: And those two, new, those two people and would those be us. Are us.
1: And mm-hmm. we're probably statistically not going to die from corona.
0: From um, well, in this hypothetical, not only are the statistics on your side, but also in this hypothetical, we factually would not. The I only agree, difference and yeah, between
1: then, yeah, it was worth it.
0: Huh? Okay. I agree. Okay. Yeah.
1: I um, mean, because less people sh- are going to die, and selfishly, I don't want to die.
0: Exactly. And also, um. Well, also, you don't want me to die, right?
1: Sure, yeah, of course, of course, mm-hmm. of course
0: Likewise
1: uh, <laughs> But if we did die, that probably means means that we got to go to Argentina
0: So Ooh, elaborate on that, unpack that
1: uh, I mean, unless he's coming to Austin to s- find people I mean, I'm assuming he's staying put in Argentina Argentin- I can't even say it normally now It's
0: Argentina
1: Argentina I'm assuming he's, you know, been there for a while Because to be, you know Mm -hmm. A leader, you kind of have to. It takes some time to kind of build up.
0: For it would be for sixty-six years he had been there.
1: Yeah, and getting people on his side to you know blindly you know regenocide.
0: Seventy-six years.
1: Sure. So that probably means that we would, if we're going to be killed by him, that means we were in Argentina, which means we took a fun trip. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That might be cool to die at the end of.
0: Well, Mac, we could just take a fun trip. (laughs) As soon as coronavirus is over. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. We
0: could go to we can go to Argentina.
1: Well, I mean, maybe we shouldn't.
0: Well, I- again, in this hypothetical, I'm, Mac I'm nervous. Well, again, in this hypothetical, Mac, Adolf Hitler is dead from the corona.
1: Okay, okay, yes, you're right because it was uh-huh. what was it worth it? But mm. it was hypothetical, so that means in the real life, d- the opposite happened.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Mac, the only thing I know in my head is hypotheticals. I don't know reality anymore because I'm so goddamn drunk. Shoot. (laughs) Nice. I was a little drunk, plus I was horny. Well, before we get started, (laughs) uh, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Mac.
1: Zach. Zachadoo.
0: MacAdoo. if you were in... Uh, again, this is a hypothetical Of course You were, you were in a, a world um, Where Outside of you Every person And every living thing And not only every living thing Every Just thing In the world around you, Mac They were cartoon characters Okay This would feels you like bone, my hypothetical Would you bone one of them If they, if they looked like Brad Pitt In cartoon form Probably. Okay, unpack that.
1: Well, it just seems like... Well, let me ask some follow-up questions. Um, was I born into this cartoon world? Do I know any different?
0: How about this? You okay. were on a unicycle. Okay. With a passenger.
1: <laughs> wow, I'm a pretty good unicyclist.
0: You're not. You'll see okay. why.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And on this unicycle, your passenger is your father. Okay. Now, you're and on a nineteen forty-two road <laughs> in Vegas. Okay. Um, and in nineteen forty-two, um, one of the very first casinos ever built in inside of Las Vegas, Nevada, um had a drunk couple leaving said um uh casino. Um and they don't even really They were so drunk, Mac, that they didn't realize they left some of their winnings on top of a table or a mesa. Um, now they leave um, in behest, mm. and in in said behest, they don't see you on the unicycle, and they hit you and your papa, oh, and your no. papa, and your papa, Mac, goes flying and slides his, uh, across the pavement until he perishes.
1: Shoot! And
0: and you look over and you see the papa has perished. Okay. And in that moment, you were sucked into a cartoon reality. Yeah, now checks you, out. Now, flash forward.
1: Okay. Flash how many forward, years?
0: Mac. About, I would say about half of a century. Oh, about okay. 50 years.
1: Have I aged?
0: Not at all. Not okay. at all, Mac. <laughs> Good. You haven't aged a moment since you saw your papa slide across the pavement.
1: <laughs> oh. And well, how old was I then?
0: I would say maybe 25. Okay. So current age for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's been 50 years. I've, and mean, I've been in it, the
1: cartoon world the whole 50.
0: Yes. And just and
1: now, 50 years later, it's on the table
0: to on bone the mesa. someone. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: What, a, what uh, a weight.
0: Mm-hmm. It's all about preamble.
1: <laughs> Don't I know
0: it. You Sure you do, Mac. <laughs> uh, so, and, and again, it's been 50 years. You've known the Brad Pitt uh, cartoon uh, man the entire time, and he's just been begging to to sling it, and begging to
1: sling it, begging to sling that pencil dick, uh-huh. as as some might say.
0: Yes, and as a dame, Mac, would you be yes. inclined to accept uh, the pencil dick, even though it was made of ink?
1: Um, I think I would be. I think I would be interested. Just just mm-hmm. just to see what's up. Just to see what it's like to have a, mm-hmm. a two dimensional, three dimensional. Mix, mix up. Mm-hmm. Mix and together.
0: Before, before we carry on, I have a follow up question. Please. <laughs> what if the aforementioned, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Mac? Mesa. Um, n- for once, no. <laughs> I was going to say intercourse.
1: Oh, okay, nice.
0: Would you? Would you? What if I told you that the aforementioned intercourse Mac would turn Brad Pitt back into a human being? And he would try to take you back into the world where your papa had perished.
1: Oh, the world. And there world was a I've
0: world left. there was a world war you left behind, Mac.
1: Well, it's and been 50 Hitler's, years.
0: But it's Hitler's still in Argentina, Mac.
1: <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> well then it sounds like I gotta do something about that. So yeah. What I gotta, are you gonna do? I've gotta i gotta find the power spike at the top of a building.
0: Mm-hmm. Am I Unpack right? Unpack that. Unpack. That. Gosh, I would
1: I would love to uh, be able to explain that well, but it seems that sometimes you just gotta grab a power spike and mm-hmm. and then good things happen and also bad things happen from what I've learned.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, when you say good things and when you say bad things, uh-huh. what do you mean? Hypothetically, of course. Bad
1: things. I mean Brad Pitt type. He might die. Uh, is it because I grabbed the spike? Maybe. Maybe not. Hey.
0: There is hey. a, a, Hey, there's a euphemism.
1: <laughs> the good things, I get to stay in this world. So that's... Is that a positive?
0: I don't know, Mac. But couldn't you have stayed in the world even if you were still just a cartoon and not turned into a human being? Couldn't you have just said... "This is, Again, we'll get started in a second here. Um, couldn't you have just been a cartoon and covered yourself... <laughs> And a, a pea coat, um, a scarf around your face, uh, a bowler hat, and just been a cartoon but lived in the real world, unbeknownst to humanity, Mac.
1: I don't think I could have been. Because I don't think I would have been able to truly be, be myself as a two dimensional character in a three dimensional world. Hmm. It'd be tough. It'd be tough to make friends.
0: Mm hmm. Well, we can still do the podcast.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: I'd be okay if you were a cartoon. I wouldn't tell anybody.
1: Yeah, but I feel like I feel like I wouldn't be able to just, you know, walk around everybody would be looking at me all the time.
0: But if again if you're wearing a peacoat and a scarf over your face, maybe no one would even think twice.
1: But I get I mean, I get very sweaty.
0: Yeah, but if you're a cartoon character, the sweat beads would be hu- humorous, Mac.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, if it's humorous, then it's got to be worth it.
0: Mhm. 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 Before we get started, do you have any other questions for me? No. All right, let's get started. Let's get
1: started. Mac Mac the The
0: Uh we're talking about Cool World. Um, let's give a brief summary of uh, this movie. Um, Mac how would you how would you start this movie? What happened at the beginning?
1: Okay, picture this. It's the year 1942. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay.
0: Okay. It's the year
1: 1942. Can you picture it?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) Good. It's the year 1942. A plane lands. I get off of it. I see my mother. I'm Brad Pitt. A couple... (laughs) Are you picturing it?
0: Oh, I see it so clearly, Mac. <laughs> uh,
1: a couple of days or weeks or months... You're Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brad Pitt. Mm. Uh, cu- a couple of days or weeks or months later, I have been doing some gambling, and uh, I have won a motorcycle because I'm an excellent gambler. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, and I say, hey, mama, want to check out my hog? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: she's and she's Mac, confused. Mac, I see it.
0: <laughs> Mac, really, I see she's it. Confused.
1: And she, is hog a word for a motorcycle or did I? Yes, I okay, see it. Okay. Yes. Cool. Okay. Well, that's what happens. And she's like, "Well, well, Brad, be safe." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, Ma." And then for some reason, she gets on the motorcycle with me. Can I ask a
0: question, please? Where's your papa in all of this?
1: <laughs> hey. He probably died in the war to be honest.
0: Oh. Uh, it's the big one. The big yeah. one, Nam. You
1: remember the big war? Yeah. Didn't that happen after World War 2?
0: Mac, I can picture it.
1: <laughs> I think he did. I think it did. I think it was like 54.
0: I see it so clearly. <laughs> yeah. Nam was in the 60s. I think
1: is didn't it start 50 wasn't it 54 to 75?
0: I don't know. I feel that. I
1: feel really confident about those two years. I'm sure Can, I'm
0: sure. Continue, continue
1: on. I'm sure I'm right. Um, fifty-four to seventy five is when my dad's gonna die, but in in the year forty two he's preparing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: and so mom and I are on this hog. Um, fifty five to seventy
0: five.
1: Okay. I was pretty wow, much Well, it was right. a twenty
0: year war? Yeah. That's horrible.
1: I know. I don't, we weren't, I don't think we were fighting the whole time. I think for a good chunk of that, we were just sending money.
0: Mac, do you know how long the Cold War was? 80 years. You're not far off. How long was it? Started in 1947 and it ended in 1991.
1: Wait, that ended recently?
0: Well, Mac, that was before either of us were born, but yes, relatively recently.
1: Wow. That's, I'll be honest, that's wild. What was the Cold War about? That wasn't a real war, right? That was just like everybody saying, hey, we're going to go to war. And then nobody did.
0: It was all preamble. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait any longer. Do you know that the turning point in the Vietnam War was the Tet Offensive?
1: I actually did know that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Do you know what the Tet Offensive was?
0: Yes, Mac. Okay. Do you want me to tell you?
1: Please, isn't it? Isn't it when um, the Viet? Well,
0: <laughs> do you mind? Can I?
1: I well, I want to guess because I want to see if I okay. know. I want to know this war. Sure, sure, Is, is go that ahead. when? Is that when the? What was the North called? Were they the Viet Cong, or the mm-hmm. Viet Minh?
0: Uh, the North was the Vietnam, and the South was the Viet Cong.
1: Okay, so the Viet Minh showed up with a bunch of tanks, and they were like, "Yo, we've got a bunch of tanks," and mm-hmm. then, um, but. And I think that's what caused the U.S. to, like, pull out and get a ceasefire with them.
0: You're not far off. Okay. Can I, can I tell you? Please, yeah. I just want to see if I guessed right. Okay, again, this, this might be a little off, and I apologize for that. Okay. But, again, off the top of my head, the Tet Offensive, um, or in Vietnamese, it was called Sir uh, Kien Tet Mao oh wait, that was, that was
1: Lunar New Year. Lunar New Year. Yeah? Well,
0: I'll that's, get to that.
1: Okay, that's what the holiday was.
0: Um, or officially the Tet Offensive is known as the General Offensive and Uprising of Tet Mao uh, then 1968 Um, it was and again this is just my opinion but in my opinion (laughs) it was one of the largest military campaigns of the Vietnam War and it launched on January 30th again I think 1968 by forces (laughs) of the Viet Cong and North uh, Vietnamese People's Army of Vietnam or P-A-V-N PAVNA. Uh-huh. Uh, against the forces of the South Vietnamese Army of the Republic Vietnam, or ARVN, uh, the United States Armed Forces and their allies. Uh, yeah. So it was three, three major players in okay. this. Again, that's my opinion. Sure, yeah. Yes. Um, it was a campaign of surprise attacks, Mac, against military and civilian command and control centers throughout South Vietnam. Um, the name of the offensive comes from the Tet Holiday the Viet- yes, like you said, the Vietnamese New Year, um, when Heck the first yeah. major attacks took place. Nice. That's my opinion. And to nice. continue my opinion, uh, the offensive was launched prematurely. Again, that's my take.
1: Sure, of course. I thought it
0: happened too soon. <laughs> um, in the late night hours of January 30th uh, and the 1st and 2nd Corps tactical zones of Vietnam, uh, South Vietnam specifically... This early attack allowed Allied forces some time to prepare defensive measures. When the main operation began the next morning, <laughs> the uh, th- back. Can I finish?
1: <laughs> Please.
0: The offensive was countrywide and well coordinated. Eventually, more than eighty thousand PAVN or PAVNA or VC troops struck more than one hundred towns and cities. Did you just
1: decide to call them PAVNA?
0: Mac let me finish. <laughs> now, out of these 100 towns and cities, including 36 and 44 provincial uh, capitals, and that's not an opinion, that's a fact. Yeah. Um, f- 5 of the 6 autonomous cities, 72 of the 245 district towns and the southern capital. The offensive was the offensive rather was the largest military operation conducted by either side up until the point of that war. The term Tet Offensive usually refers to January and February of 1968, but can also refer to the mini-Tet Offensive. And this, again, this is my take. Yeah. Uh, that mm-hmm. took place in May and the Phase 3 Offensive in August, um, which took place later, obviously, in 1968, or the 21 weeks, some say, mm-hmm. uh, of usual, unusually intense combat which followed the initial attacks in January. That's my take on the Tet Offensive.
1: Interesting. Which,
0: which again, in my opinion... Was the turning point in the Vietnam War? Some, some which that's when tr- the
1: U.S. started to pull out. I'm pretty sure you didn't quite get to that. No. I think that's the big point of that. Well,
0: again, well, I could have gone on to say that Hanoi uh, had launched <laughs> the offensive in the belief that it would uh, trigger a popular uprising leading to the collapse of the South Vietnamese government. Uh, which the the offensive had a strong effect on the U.S. government and shocked the U.S. public, which you know had been led to believe by its political and military leaders. That the North Vietnamese was were being defeated and incapable of launching such ambitious military operations, and subsequently, the American <laughs> public support for the war soon declined. In the U.S., sought negotiations to end the war, so it did lead Mac <laughs> to the U.S. pulling out to just
1: put it in.
0: I, I Mac, I want to go back and oh, well, uh, we were just
1: talking about the plot, right?
0: Yeah, can you continue on with the plot here?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think think when I ended, I was about 45 seconds into the movie, would you say?
0: Yeah. Can you get to 46 and then onward?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'll try. So Ma and I, Brad Pitt, are on my hog, uh, cruising down the road in Vegas. uh, La
0: Cienega Boulevard.
1: Yep, that's in Las Vegas. And um, this couple, a drunken couple ram-ram-jams right on into you, us. You and your mama? Me and my mama. Oh, boy. And I, and I hate to say this, but, uh, she went splat. Oh. I
0: know. I'm so sorry to hear that.
1: Hey, it's cool. I immediately got over it, it seems.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, uh, and then, for some reason, this is, this is unexplained. I guess we can pose some theories. Um... Oh, actually, before I get to that, um, I Brad Pitt had suffered from what I would what I would call PTSD, a PTSD little flashback, flashback. moment. Flashback. Yeah, I, I thought I was back at the war in the war, World War II. Which what was, <laughs> what was World War II about? Could you give me your quick take on that?
0: <laughs> Mac, uh, sure, I I could. Um, would you like me to do that right now? Yeah. Uh, I would be happy to, quit Just briefly. Um, I would love to. Just um, about as
1: brief as you did the Vietnam War. Or actually, you didn't even do the Vietnam War. You just did one single attack.
0: Well, again... the series of coordinated attacks. Of course. Um, I just want to specify that the reason that I spent so much time on that is because, in my opinion, it was a turning point, the war.
1: <laughs> yes. But
0: before before I go on to discuss uh, World War Two. Chronologically, it only makes sense that I put a little bit of time into World War I, often abbreviated, <laughs> <laughs> which is often abbreviated as WW1 or WWI in mm. the, the Roman numeral. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, it's also known, and this is not just to me, but to a lot of people, Mac, it's known as the First World War or the Great War. It was a global war that originated in Europe. And it lasted from, uh, I hate to pull a number out of thin air, thin air here, but uh, let's but say July you, 20, yeah. J- July 28th, 1914 to about November 11th, 1918. Okay. It wasn't, in terms of wars, it wasn't a very long war, but uh, contemporaneously, Mac, oh.
1: um,
0: which means of the time, it yeah. was described uh, uh, described as the war to end all wars, Mac.
1: <laughs> which is ironic because it did not do that.
0: Well, Mac, uh, it's, it, it is ironic because immediately after that war ended, that war itself had a sequel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tell me about you, it. Well, do you know anything about what the sequel was called?
1: Uh, was it called WWII?
0: Uh, can you say it in layman's terms?
1: Was that World War II? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Do you want, do you want to know anything about World War II, Mac? <laughs>
1: yeah, only what you know. Only what you know. Only your opinions, okay. no facts.
0: I've had a little bit of um, time to study this one, so I know a little bit more offhand. Okay. Um, but again, this just, this is my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, World War II, um, and World a lot of people War like to. World War II. A lot of people abbreviate it as WWII or WW WWII. Uh, again, the II are Roman numerals for one and one, and one and one equals two.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: it's also known as the Second World War. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it was a global war that lasted from 1939 to 1945. Uh-huh. It included the vast majority of the world's countries, including all of the great powers. And it eventually formed two opposing military alliances, Mac. And yeah. this is what I like to call them. A lot of historians don't like to call them this, but this is my thing. Uh-huh. I like to refer to them as the Allies in the Axis. Oh. Um, as a result, a state of total war um, emerged and it directly involved more than 100 million people, Mac. Wow. And fr- from my calculations, um, that's that includes people from more than 30 countries. The major participants of, uh, of said war, through their entire... Uh, economic, industrial, and scientific capabilities behind the war effort, blurring the distinction, Mac, and this is where I lose a lot of historians, it blurred the distinction between civilian and military resources. Mm-hmm. Um, WW2 was the deadliest conflict in human history. It, uh, it, it featured uh, 70 to 85 million fatalities, which, again, 15 million fatalities might seem like a big margin, uh, of discrepancy, but not in my opinion. No. The, whenever you're dealing with uh, a number that's uh, exceeding 70 million, uh-huh. 15 million is almost negligible. Yeah, it's,
1: just crumbs at that point.
0: Yeah, 15 million lives are crumbs. <laughs> um, most of whom were civilians of the Soviet Union and China. It included massacres, genocides, including the Holocaust... Um, which, Mac, I'm one of those people that believes the Holocaust actually happened.
1: Yeah, one Uh, of the the few.
0: Strategic bombing, premeditated death from starvation and disease, and, Mac, again, based on my calculations, it was the only war in uh, Earth's history that uh, had the use of nuclear weapons. And that's my brief synopsis of not only the Vietnam War, not only World War I, but also a little bit of World War II, um, I did spend the most time on the, the Tet Offensive. Yeah. But I do want you, since I did those brief summaries, can you continue your brief summary of, of the movie Cool World?
1: Cool World. Sure. Um, yeah, so after my mom has died, I'm still Brad Pitt. For some reason, this was never explained, but I shoot into a cartoon world and remain there for the next, what is it, 50 years?
0: I would say, and you know what that reminds me of? What? It's whenever the Axis advanced (laughs) into the Pacific.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Who were the the Axis? Was the Axis Japan, Italy, Germany? No, they were allies, yeah? No. They were
0: Axis? Axis, no, no. The the Axis... (sighs) Let me list off the... Let me list off the main Axis <laughs> leaders here for you, okay? Please. Um, Adolf Hitler, uh, okay. as we mentioned earlier. Yeah, I remember um, him. Uh, Hirohito from Japan. And yeah. Benito M- uh, Mussolini.
1: Okay, now, I've heard of Now, him. the
0: reason you might be getting confused is because uh, the main Allied leaders um, uh-huh. were uh, Joseph Stalin,
1: uh-huh. uh,
0: Franklin Delano Roosevelt, yeah. Winston Churchill, and the- Chiang Kai-shek. Who's, now, ba- who's Chang? Where's Chang from? Mac, he's obviously, um, he's from uh, the Ma- Mandarin. He-, he spoke Mandarin. He's but from he was the a Mandarin. Of- he's Co- from China. Okay. He spoke, I, miss- I misspoke. Yeah. Um, he-, he spoke Mandarin.
1: Okay, but wait, which, because wasn't one side Japan, Italy, Germany, and the other was like us, France, Russia, and like, the UK or something like that? Is that is that well, right? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, so which Russia was Which one was which was, in
1: terms of axis and ally?
0: So again, the allies were Russia, the US, the UK and China.
1: Not again. And that's th- the first time you've said that.
0: That's that's the, that's the truth. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that's, a, that's an abbreviated list. So if right. I had to can if the big I had to boi- continue the big on, boys. Okay, of course. So Um, In my opinion, um, the allied combatant states have always been the the United States of America, the Soviet Union, the United Kingdom, China, uh, India, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, the Philippines, Brazil, Mongolia, and Mexico. But a lot of people get confused because there were occupied countries with governments in exile that also kind of fell under the allied branch. which include Ethiopia, France, Poland, Yugoslavia, Greece, the Netherlands, Belgium, Norway, Czechoslovakia, and Luxembourg. These are all well-known facts. Yeah. But did you know that there were uh, former Axis powers or co-belligerents, Mac?
1: Co-belligerents?
0: Yes. That's that's what
1: I am not right now. I am not a co-belligerent. I sober. am your
0: co-belligerent. Yeah. Um, again, just my opinion. Those you can narrow that down to four. In my opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Italy, Romania, uh, Bulgaria and Finland. And again, like, feel free to like in your free time <laughs> fact check me. Yeah. But I do want to go back to my original point. Me too. <laughs> which was that the point that you were making reminded me of the Axis Advance uh, in the Pacific, in 1942, when Japan lost the critical Battle of the Midway. Um, that's when Germany and... Uh, Germany, <laughs> <laughs> that's when Germany and Italy were defeated in North Africa.
1: Yeah, I'm familiar. Um,
0: and, then, and then decisively at Stalingrad, uh, Stalingrad in the Soviet <laughs> Union. And Mac, those were just a few of the key setbacks in 1943, but continue back... <laughs> To the point that you were making,
1: uh, I'm in this cartoon world inexplicably for 50 years. I think was what I said that launched yes! you. Yes. To that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it just reminded me of Stalingrad. Yeah. That's no.
1: And I and I obviously see the connection. Um. But yeah, so I'm hanging out in this cartoon world. Somehow I get a job as a cop. That's never explained either. Uh, and then, meanwhile, in addition to Stalingrad happening, what's also going on in the world is this other guy. I think his name was Jack.
0: Would you say that's a result of the world?
1: Is what a result of the world? This guy, the named other Jack. guy,
0: Jack. Yeah,
1: I think he was in the world. So, thus, uh, I guess thus a thus result would, of it.
0: Well, did you know that some of the results of World War Two? <laughs> This is included, but not limited to only these examples, Mac. Sure. Non-exhaustive. Um, this is probably my favorite one up top. Um, Your favorite the result
1: of World War II. <laughs> yeah, and who doesn't have yeah. their favorite results of World War II?
0: Well, once you hear mine, you might agree with me, Mac. Yeah. My favorite was the collapse of Nazi Germany. Nazi um followed by again this is probably this is not ranked anymore it just had the first one was my favorite yeah but there was also the fall of the japanese and italian empires which kind of a bummer Um, yeah but
1: that's your favorite nevertheless or second favorite
0: no again the first is first the rest of them aren't ranked but Um, it still
1: is on the list of favorites
0: i guess if i have to be a man (laughs) of my word yes okay just wanted um, to make
1: sure you, you, you were cool with our atomic bombings. <laughs> that's, I'm sure that's what you're referring to, is the mass well, you civilian know, I was casualties. More, I, I was
0: more trying to focus on the allied military occupations of Germany, Japan, Austria, and the foundation of the Italian Republic. Yeah, but and, and that's, that's clear, what you that, that's focus clear on, that
1: that's what your focus was. But nevertheless, that came with the consequence of several... Well,
0: well it also was the beginning of the nuclear age, and... Um, Which, again, the, came at the cost of quite a few... Well, I think you're overlooking the disillusion of the League of Nations and the creation of the United Nations.
1: I, yeah, I guess you're right. It was, it Which, was worth it. <laughs> that is what you're saying, and you're right.
0: I can't stress this enough. It comes up so many times in our friendship. Yeah. You oftentimes overlook the importance <laughs> of the disillusion of the League of Nations that led to the creation of the United you're Nations. Right. I've, it's, always, it's it's, I've always, always said that about you. Uh, <laughs>
1: You're right. It's, I think but, I think it's I think my problem is I'm too focused on all of the civilian deaths that we caused. In well, can Japan. you get specifically, back specifically to in Hiroshima, fo- as, as some would say,
0: I would say Hiroshima.
1: Yeah, I think scholars say Hiroshima.
0: Well, I guess I'm not a scholar. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I have all of these.
1: You have a lot open- of information.
0: I have a lot of opinions. Yeah. On the war, Mac, on a lot of wars.
1: That's at least three of them. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Any other wars you know about?
0: I know a lot, know a lot of wars, Mac. <laughs> What's your favorite war? My favorite was probably the Berlin Blockade.
1: That was a whole war?
0: Well, you know what it was, Mac? It was the first major international crisis of the Cold War. So it kind of was a part of the Cold War. Okay. But it's just, it's a lot shorter because the Cold War was so long. Yeah. But the Berlin Blockade... Um, you know, uh, it's it's tough to unpack, uh, uh-huh. unpack. But what I really liked about it is that uh, it, it eventually led to the Cuban Missile Crisis.
1: Yeah, and I and who doesn't love the Cuban Missile Crisis?
0: A lot of people do, Mac. Yeah. A lot of people love it. Was um, the
1: um, Berlin blockade? Is that what uh, made the Berlin Wall come down? No. Okay.
0: No. Uh, the Berlin blockade, based on uh, according to my memory, uh, yeah. took place in 1948 sure. to about 1949. I think the Berlin Wall, um, you know, um, Governor, uh, sorry, President Reagan, um, he took the wall down.
1: Oh, he just by himself?
0: Uh, well, I mean, the wall, the wall started uh, in August 13th, uh, 1961. Yeah. Again, that's... That's just what you remember. Don't don't you dare quote me on that. (laughs) But, um, you know, it did eventually come down. Um, And my favorite thing that happened out of that was the Berlin Wall video game. (laughs) Yeah. If based on my memory, Mac, it was a one- to two-player platform arcade game that was released by Kineco in 1991. Oh. Two years, about two years after the fall of the actual Berlin Wall. Oh, um, my.
1: they, they didn't if, waste any time.
0: No, no, of course not. Well, just for clarification's sake, the wall was made post-WWII, okay. separating the country of Germany um, from and, Berl- and Berlin.
1: It separated... The countries of Berlin and Germany? Is that what you're saying? I think <laughs> or was the wall just perhaps maybe in Berlin, the city?
0: Oh, you know what I think it I was, I think it was separating
1: East and West Germany, right?
0: I think it separated the countries of Germany and Berlin.
1: Oh, okay. That must <laughs> I must have forgot that country.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. My well, b-
0: that's my bad. The- that's my bad. Well, you know. Like, uh, that's my bad. A, a lot of people, and we'll get back to the point you were making in a second. But a lot of people of Germany uh, despised the wall, and in this video game that I love so much, that I grew up and played uh, with my papa.
1: Yeah, uh, before it, oh, no, it allowed the dad. play.
0: It it, 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 it it allowed the player. My dad's actually dead. Um, it right. allowed <laughs> the player to to actually destroy the wall. Oh wow! So they take control of a young boy mm-hmm. who must use his hammer. Mac to break the blocks. that formed. His form hammer? The, he had a hammer, in Mac. A hammer. And a sickle. <laughs> oh. That's. A- uh. Yeah. It, it was just a good game.
1: Yeah. Sounds like mm-hmm. it. Sounds complex.
0: Well, these holes that formed in the wall, uh, they were like falling traps. Um, and were they were ever used as
1: glory on- holes?
0: Mm hmm.
1: OK. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: And your job as the player was to keep the young boy away from the glory holes. Okay. I couldn't think of a more horrible job if I wanted to. Well, Mac, back to your point. Yes.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was <laughs> uh, this guy named Jack. Well, that was his name, right? Jack Deebs or something like that? Uh,
0: the cartoonist? Yes. Yes.
1: Um, so, so during this 50-year time frame that uh, I am in this cartoon world... Uh, as Brad Pitt, uh, this Jack guy catches his wife sleeping with some guy and then he murders him and then he's in prison. And while yes. he's in prison, uh, he starts doodling a lot, as one does in prison. Yes. And uh, he's doodling this world with all of these characters and I guess we that's the world that Brad Pitt is living in. Mm-hmm. And then he gets out of prison and he goes to the cartoon world and then he, he bones... Uh, What was her name? Oh, how could I forget? Her name was Hollywood. Um, Mm -hmm. Then Hollywood becomes a real person, and then they go into the real world, and then they start becoming fake people again, doodles again. Then -hmm. they have to grab a spike, and then Brad Pitt tries to stop her, and then he's killed, and then everybody else lives. And then Brad Pitt turns into a cartoon, and he lives.
0: So back to what you were saying. Yeah, back to what you were saying, because how did Brad Pitt die? In the movie, wasn't he climbing a building? He
1: was, he was, he was climbing a building. He was trying to... Well, that
0: kind (laughs) of reminds me of this, of this, because we were talking about the Berlin Wall video game earlier, which was a platform game. Yeah, we were both
1: talking about it. Yeah, we.
0: And it kind of reminded me of this other, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was another platform game. I think it was called Crazy Climber. Um, Now, much like Brad Pitt in the movie, Uh Uh, The player assumed the role of a climber Trying to reach the top of a building, Mac Oh, wow Yeah, um, it was good Uh, You know, some of the legacy that I remember of it uh, Was in 1981, (laughs) Bandai Bandai Electronics manufactured a handheld VFD version of the game DFD? A VFD Mac
1: What is VFD?
0: A vacuum fluorescent display. Oh, okay. Which was a display uh, device once commonly used on consumer electronic equipment such as video cassette recorders, car radios, microwave ovens, LCDs, OED displays, and also VFD video games. Of course. Anyway, w- were you done with the plot?
1: Yeah, that's. Pretty- <laughs> yeah. Sorry for taking so much time
0: out. <laughs> Well I, d- I just wanted to make sure that you understood that a VFD operates on the principle of cathode uh, yeah, which is that's how, roughly yeah. similar to a cathode ray tube but uh-huh. it operates at much lower voltages Mac oh, uh, good. each tube in a VFD has a phosphor coated uh, anode let me know if I'm speaking too much in too much jargon here for no, you but it had, not phosphor- at all. it had a phosphor it had a phosphor coated anode Mac that it was bombarded by electrons emitted from the cathode filament In Mm. fact, uh, each, in fact, Mac, each (laughs) tube of the VFD is a triode vacuum uh, tube because it also has a mesh control grid. You're kidding. (laughs) No, Mac, I'm not. Gosh, that is wild. (laughs) Well, you know what else is wild? Because, like, unlike liquid crystal displays, a VFD emits a very bright light with high contrast and can support display elements of various colors mac
1: But like what? Tell me what colors.
0: Well mac, you know, I'm colorblind but that's right. a lot of the that's colors brown brown uh, green
1: colorblind I think, right? Is that right?
0: Brown green, yes. Yeah. Just like by the way, um I am happy we're talking about this right now because you you like New Girl, right? And that's a TV yes. show that you like? Yes. Would you say that you would you say that You've watched it,
1: I, I yeah, that's and how I came of, to like
0: it. Great point, Mac. Uh huh. And out of all of the things that they said on the show, would you say that you listened to them and that you heard them with your ear holes?
1: Uh, I say I'll say that probably. There's a chance I well, tuned out or, or went you know to the that, bathroom.
0: Do you know a, Do you know a character? And let me look this up real quick. Um, this will be. This will take a minute because. I don't have... My laptop's nowhere near me right now. Yeah, of course. Um, But are you familiar with a character named Winston Bishop? I am. Huh. Well, you know what was crazy about Winston Bishop? um, Other than the fact that he was played by the uh, lovable Lamar... uh, Lamorne Morris. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And he was a tenacious and somewhat eccentric former uh, basketball player from Chicago and Nick's... Nick Miller's childhood friend. Yeah. Um... And he first appeared in the episode Kryptonite. But beside all that, Mac, For sure. did you know that Winston Bishop, Winnie the Bish himself, was colorblind? And not only colorblind, Mac, he was green, brown, colorblind, which is a very real colorblindness. Did you know that, Mac? I don't And did you know you... <laughs> that you insinuated uh, in front of our entire audience that I was lying about an affliction that I've had since I was born? Did you know that, Mac? I, d- I didn't. Let's go full throttle. You know, when I think back on the movie, I will say in earnest that it was probably the worst movie I've ever watched.
1: Yeah. Um, not just in like plot. Because there wasn't really a plot. You would Not agree. too much of a, a plot. Not a clear one, at least.
0: Not at all. I feel
1: like we didn't really get a plot until, like, kind of towards the end when they had to find the spike, and that was still not really explained.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to yeah. know a plot that I like? I do. I kind of think back to, again, I don't know who mentioned it earlier. Was it me? Was it you? Uh-huh. Whoever mentioned it first. We were talking about New Girl earlier, and— <laughs> What I liked about New Girl is that it was an American television situation comedy created by El- Elizabeth Merriweather. And the uh-huh. show, Mac was set in Los Angeles and depicted the interpersonal adventures of an offbeat teacher, Joey, played by Zoe Deschanel. After her spontaneous wait, move her into an apartment, wait, her name was Joey. Lo- Did I say Joey? I yeah. meant Jess. Okay. <laughs> Mac, <laughs> Completely I, I'm pulling missed these things that, that
1: was her name.
0: Mac, I'm pulling these things out of the ether, out You're of right. the zeitgeist, uh-huh. and sometimes they get jumbled. Uh, some, Sometimes I feel like I can't read as clearly.
1: From uh, your mind, yeah.
0: From my mind, yeah. Because in my mind, whenever you see the word Jess next to the word Zoe, you um, could accidentally read Joey.
1: I see what happened there.
0: But it was after her spontaneous move into an apartment loft with three men played by Jay Johnson, Nick, Max Greenfield Schmidt, and Lamont Morris Winston. First, it was played by coach, um, you know, uh, uh, Damon Wayne Jr. Yes. Well, Jess's best friend, Cece, played by Hannah Simone, regularly visits her. And their former roommate, Coach Damon Wayne Jr., there we go. also appears. He also appeared in some seasons, Mac. He, he did. The I show- remember him. The show also featured a number of characters that appear as love interests, acquaintances, or family members for the characters in multiple episodes in a season, or Mac, across multiple seasons. And that, in my opinion, is a plot.
1: Yeah, that's a good, good point. And, mm-hmm. a, and a necessary point as well. Yes. <laughs> wow, it's hard. To, it's hard to move forward. Uh,
0: well, I think that it's not. Okay. <laughs> because, you know, I think that it's time that you know. Again, that's the brief summary.
1: Yeah. Brief.
0: Um, and very summary. Very brief. Mm-hmm. It's brief and it's sumeric.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh huh.
0: Sumerian, someone say.
1: Sumerian of of samurai. Heritage.
0: See, right here is in the, uh, the episode. Right after you say that, I'm going to add the in-between music and it's going to be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, this was a bad movie. I said it was the worst movie I've ever seen. And Mac, you know what's great about... Th- before we continue.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> you know what's crazy is Tell this me. podcast, uh-huh. not only has it enriched... The, the friendship between me and you, before this podcast, we were just two friends. Now yeah. we're two very good friends. Yeah. What's crazy about this is that each week that goes by,
1: uh-huh. I'm
0: constantly challenged. The notion that I have in my head, of which I have a lot of notions, man. Yeah, I, and we've um, heard some of those. What it was crazy is that the notion that I have, because I always walk around, and I always have best movie I've ever seen, worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Right here, in between, in between the times. eyes, Mac.
1: Yeah.
0: I have it ready to go. Watch. Ask me. Zach, what's the... Uh, either one of those questions. Go ahead. Zach, what's the worst movie? Right now, I would have to say Cool World. Okay.
1: What would you have before said that, four hours ago? Five hours I would ago. Have
0: to, I would have to say Mac and Me. But ask me what I would have said before that episode.
1: What would you have said before that episode?
0: Uh, Dr. T and the Women.
1: Yeah. What would you have said it's before crazy. that
0: episode? Mac... Mac, I would probably have said uh, Ghostbusters 2016.
1: Yeah, man. But I Mac,
0: yeah, this movie was bad.
1: Gosh, it was.
0: What made it bad? That's the big question.
1: That's oh gosh, a lot of things. I think I think we said this both uh, multiple times that this movie just seemed like. There was some horny cartoonist who wanted to bone his cartoons and wanted to make a movie about it to maybe see if other normalize people felt them. the same way. Yeah, kind of normalize Yeah, kind of
0: remove remove the, the stigma. stigma.
1: Yeah, and then he just yeah. like forgot to write a plot around it. So just like created a bunch of sexual tension between cartoons and humans.
0: And have then randomly threw in other things. B- before we continue on here, have you ever been sexually attracted to anything that you've made with the ink that came from your pen? <laughs>
1: I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> uh, a-
0: no. Answer when you're ready.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to take me a while to get ready. Um, Have I ever been sexually hey, attracted? I, if
0: I had a dime for every time I heard that.
1: <laughs> uh, the question is, have I ever been sexually attracted to something that I made with the ink of my own pen? Yes. Yeah. You have? Yeah,
0: sure. Well, I mean, if we're normalizing stigmas here, Mac, what did you draw and why did you want to fuck it?
1: <laughs> Great question. <laughs> um, I, I, I drew a very handsome ant. And you know how I like ants. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know me, I just, I really like bugs. I keep a lot of bugs in my apartment to, you know, to get, to, to keep me going Uh, Mm -hmm. and this, this. That's why
0: I, Mac, that's why I drink.
1: (laughs) What what alcohol does for you, Ant Bites does for me.
0: Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was just a a handsome ant. Okay. Uh, are you done with what made it bad?
1: (laughs) I think so. Do you have any ideas on what made it bad?
0: Uh, it was annoying. Uh, Yeah, it was
1: a very annoying movie.
0: There were a lot of cutaways during uh, where we would get like the glimpse of a plot point, and then there would be forty-five <laughs> would seconds. You, would
1: you say that it would it would briefly uh, be, be you know talking about what the movie was supposed to be talking about, and then it would just cut then, away for a really long time about something that yeah, you know doesn't really about
0: You know what I hate about not only movies that are supposed to be following a plot, but just conversations in general? Yeah. Is whenever they don't stick to the main points and they go off on tangents. Just tangents. And and they spend too much time on preamble. Yeah. Just get to the fucking point and tell me what's going on here. Yeah. Tell me everything. It's not that fucking hard. Uh Uh-uh. Just tell me. Jesus Christ. I cannot tell you. It's confidential. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, that's that's why I thought it was bad. Hey
1: Zach, we know the movie's bad, but how would we fix it,
0: Mac? If I had to make it better, and better yet, could I even make it better? Could you? And I if don't know. so, how? Yeah. Ah, geez. I guess I would say um, instead of this movie, I would have made Citizens Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I would have made Citizens Kane. <laughs> Yeah, or uh, Sh- or Schindler's List. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, similar, kind of, kind of like what you basically just said. I think more more war references. I so mm-hmm. like you know you would have made Schindler's List. I would have just made a movie that incorporated Nazi Germany because I think that would have been better.
0: What so we basically so have about- the
1: same plan. It sounds like is what I'm saying.
0: Well, I mean Schindler Schindler lists. Uh, was about Nazi Germany. Yeah, no,
1: that's what I'm saying. We're making the same point. Oh. That was the point I just made.
0: That's my fault, Mac. Because yeah. I thought you were saying um, something else.
1: Okay, yeah. It did seem that you thought that.
0: Because I thought you were saying that Schindler's uh, Schindler lists uh, wasn't a 1993 American <laughs> historical drama.
1: <laughs> no, that's definitely not what I was saying.
0: Because to me, it kind of read as that you were saying that it wasn't a film directed and co-produced by Steven Spielberg and written by Steven uh, Zaliana.
1: No, I for um, sure would would have never said that. You, Deck, well, you know me. You know me. You know I would have never said that. I know that <laughs> you know that
0: it's based on the novel uh, Schindler's Ark by uh, Australian novelist Thomas Keneally. Yeah, of but course. But it, it kind of felt like you didn't know that no, for I a second. No, I knew that. That's
1: exactly what I knew.
0: Then, and that's okay, exactly what the, I think I would have done. Mac, played. if you know so much, when was the release date? Oh,
1: tss, 78.
0: No. Uh, it was November 30th, 1993. That's whenever it was released in Washington, D.C., but on a global um, scale. Uh, it was released to the United States and elsewhere December 15th, 1993. The mm. running time for the movie, it was 195 minutes. The language was English and the budget mac was about $22 million and the box office brought in $322 million. Wow. Anyway, I thought that you knew that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I knew some of that. I just lost the date somewhere along the way.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh either that's way, how I either way we both would have made, made, made
1: World War 2 movies instead is what we would have That's both how we would have
0: made it better. That's how we would have made it better.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Because uh In terms of... There's a sliding scale Uh of... Wait, but that's actually interesting
1: because didn't... He came back during World War II. That's what we said, right? Yes! Wow, full circle. So if they had just focused on that Mm -hmm. instead...
0: Mm -hmm. Because I was following the movie up until that. You know, he came back from war, took his mom on his hog. Yeah, check. Uh, His hog was hit by a couple of honeys driving a convertible. Yeah, The hog flipped over, said convertible, and mama died. Up until that point, I was like gee whiz, this seems like a good W.W.I.I. movie. Yeah. Whew.
1: Good one And then it flick. just
0: kind of, it got flipped it on its head. And yeah,
1: literally. It tried to become. Literally it to got become flipped on its head.
0: <laughs> Mac, Yes. <laughs> and it tried to become somewhere in between Space Jam and Who Framed Roger Rabbit without ever meeting either of those two expectations Yeah, because it it didn't have Jessica Rabbit and it didn't have Michael Jordan. If it doesn't have either of those two fucking characters in the movie, Mac, I'm not interested in the world they're creating where it blurs the reality of the the, the world we see in the cartoon world where you can fuck cartoon characters. So anyways, what
1: was the that you did like.
0: Well, when I I think about this movie, I like to think about other, like, like I said, I would rather have made the movie Schindler lists. Of course. And when I think about this movie, I think, well, what other movies has Steven Allen Spielberg made? Yeah. And, you know, the first one that comes to mind that that like jumps out and grabs me, Mac, Mm -hmm. I would have to say is uh, Bridge of Spies. Yeah? And I like I like that movie, and as a result, that's one thing that I like about Col- Cool World, is the movie Bridge of Spies.
1: <laughs> okay. Unpack that.
0: Well, uh, Bridge of Spies, <laughs> I can definitely do that. Um, this is how I learned about it, but it's not what I'm currently what's the, referencing. What's
1: it? How you learned about Bridge of Spies?
0: Yeah, well, because, you know, St. James Place re- redirects to the the Bridge of Spies Wikipedia page, but that's neither here or there. Um, and also is not to be confused with St. James Place um, or the property of the same name in the board game Monopoly. That's, you know. that's what you liked? Well, because, like, the real St. James Place uh, is actually based loosely off of a UK-based wealth management bills, uh, business uh, based in... Uh, Sierra, Sierra Ancestor, England, yeah, and is listed on the L- London Stock Exchange and uh-huh. is a constituent of the, uh, I don't, I don't want to butcher this here, but the FTSE 100 Index. Oh, okay. That's what I liked about Cool World. <laughs> yeah. That's one, of, that's one of the things. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mac? What else did you like about it?
1: Uh, I, oh, here's, here's a real thing.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: I like that the the murder murder cartoonist got out of prison, which means he didn't get a life sentence for murder, and I'm a big fan of that. Because she, that, he, he went on to prove that he was able to live uh, a life where he was contributing to society, and And I think that's what this movie was about on a deeper sense, is that we should release people from prison because life sentences are ridiculous, people can change, and this guy certainly did. Would Mac, you say, I would
0: also like to...
1: Would you say I, I would that's like
0: true? To, I, I would say that's true. Yeah, and
1: and, and I and of, I love that even in 1992, this movie uh, was taking a stand for life against life sentences. Sentences.
0: Yes. <laughs> Mac, also, what I would like to say, just because we're talking about you know the uh, the industrial uh, prison uh, complex. Yeah,
1: which we are. We were talking about that.
0: I would like to say that I don't believe that prison should be a place where people go for punishment. More so than they should go for rehabilitation. Oh, I feel like the whole the whole prison system as we know it, Mac, Mm -hmm. is not uh, constructed in a way that's uh, conducive to building a society that is actually, you know, leading to anything good, Mac. If we were to treat our prisons more like we treat drug rehab for rich people, Mm -hmm. and we, we we treated each person that went to prison as not a place to put them until they die, but rather as a place to put them to heal and become contributing members to society, mm-hmm. maybe the whole term life sentence wouldn't even mean shit. And if we put them there, if some guy went to to prison for, for drug-related charges, Mac, if mm-hmm. if that was the case, then maybe we teach him, hey, um, you know, first we help him if he's addicted to drugs or she, if they're addicted <laughs> thank to thank drugs, you for Mac, that.
1: Yeah, women can be drug addicts too.
0: Most of the uh, most of the people I know in my life that are drug addicts are women, Mac. Yeah,
1: good. <laughs> Thank you.
0: And they all need help. Yes. And that's what I'm trying to say. Yes. If you go to prison, you should be... Uh, whenever you get there, if you're yeah. a drug addict... Yeah! <laughs> that's
1: how you sound.
0: <laughs> well, I'm trying to make an important point here, Mac.
1: Okay. Please. Let's
0: get through an entire episode without fighting.
1: <laughs> Please. I'm not trying I'm to I'm trying
0: fight. to say... Like, if we put... <laughs> it. <laughs> If we put them behind bars, Mac, those bars should be merely symbolic. Mm -hmm. Uh, It should be an obstacle in the mind of them to say, once I get better, once I rehab myself, Mac, Mm -hmm. I can be on the other side of those bars as they were Mm -hmm. and not go to so many bars because I'm a drug addict and that's where you get cocaine. And we should uh-huh. be whenever they go to prison, we should go, you have an addiction to, to 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 drugs or murder or bank robberies. And we should try to cure them of these addictions. Yeah. It should be about rehab Mac. Yeah if we treated it as a, as a place where people was going to get better, maybe there wouldn't be like all these, you know, gangs that exist within the prison system. There, there wouldn't be all these people trying to, you know, bring drugs in and bring, uh, you know orchestrate large crime organizations from the prison to that radiate throughout outside into the real world Mac yeah and if we treated everything as if it wasn't life or death but rather if you mess up you can go try to get better maybe we would live in a better world
1: mm-hmm. and and this movie spoke to all of that and that's that's why it was a good movie just to pull it back
0: and that's number one out of the things <laughs> you liked about it uh-huh uh-huh what was your number two? Well, I would say that for me, um, it was the fact that the budget Mac was thirty million dollars. Yeah, what they made in the bu- in the box office, it brought in less than half of that at fourteen million dollars. I'm
1: shocked it even brought in fourteen million to be mm-hmm. H. With well, you. Brad
0: Brad Pitt was in it.
1: Was this one of Brad Pitt's movies, first movies? Huh? Was this one of Brad Pitt's first movies? I can't imagine
0: him agreeing to this movie. Ooh, you know. Let me do some thinking here. Yeah. Um, You know, if I had to kind of go off the top of my head here, which I I think that's what you're asking me to do. That is
1: what I'm asking you to do, yeah.
0: fuck. Let's see here. Well, Brad Pitt, Brad Michael Pitt, born uh, November 8th, 1981, in Blair Garrow, Victoria, also known as Hollywood. Um, Brad Pitt is an Australian (laughs) boxer. Best known for w- winning the heavyweight uh, gold at the 2006 Commonwealth Games and for qualifying for the 2008 Olympics, does that, that answer your question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mac, what's the second thing you liked about Cool <laughs> World?
1: Uh, it's, it's interesting that you asked me that. Uh, right, right on the on the heels of you saying the world the word Olympics, because I was going to say this movie. Um, because it had the word cool in the title, it made me think of cool runnings. Um, and so the whole time I was thinking of that movie instead, which is a much better movie.
0: Which is about bobsledding in Jamaica. Yeah,
1: it is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's I've, about a I've Jamaican that, bobsled. I've been in that bobsled. Isn't that cool?
0: That is cool. Uh-huh. I, we'll talk about that off mic, Mac. Cause yeah, because
1: I would hate to get off topic.
0: I and I don't want to veer off yes. course here, because I'm about to bring up my third favorite thing. Please. Well, it was John A. Alonzo, wasn't it, Mac? <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Well, Because he was the, the cinematographer for the movie. Oh, I know. <laughs> he did a lot of really good movies, Mac.
1: What other movies did he do?
0: Well, uh, Chinatown for a bit until he uh, halfway through the filming of Chinatown, he was replaced by Stanley Cortez.
1: Mm.
0: Um, oof, the Bad News Bears. That comes to mind. That Close movie? Encounters. Mm-hmm. Not the, not the remake, the original. Not the one with Billy Bob Thornton. Okay. But um, he also uh, was cinematographer for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay,
1: I don't Have you know ever that. seen
0: that one? Uh-uh. <laughs> well, it was written by Steven Spielberg and directed by Steven Spielberg.
1: Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Good for him.
0: Well... You know, John Williams did the music for that, but um, I love
1: John Williams's music. What, what, I have a whole playlist just of him.
0: I feel like I'm misremembering something here because um, while um, he was associated with the movie, John not Spielberg.
1: Oh, Spielberg.
0: Not, no, John Williams did the music, but for I'm this movie, to it.
1: I already forgot what you said. John Williams uh, in the for closing.
0: Enc- oh, Close Encounters. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Gotcha. Um, that's what I liked about Cool World is that it got me, like, I went down a bit of a wormhole in my mind because I was like, well, I know that John A. Alonzo did the cinematography for Cool World, Uh and I knew that he was associated with Close Encounters of the Third Kind. However, he didn't do the cinematography. He just did additional photography for the movie. Because, like, as I started thinking, I was like, you know what? I think the person that actually did cinematography for Close Encounters of the Third Kind was uh, Vilmos uh, Zygmond.
1: Yeah, I could have told you that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, he died January 1st, uh, 2016. (laughs) Shoot. He just missed Ghostbusters. Well, you know, he he worked with Brian De Palma. I did know that, yeah. Um, Especially on his movie Blowout. That's where I remembered his name from. Oh. Um, Blowout's one of my favorite movies.
1: What's it about?
0: Um, Off the top of my head, I would say it was a John Travolta movie um, where he's a sound uh, engineer that specifically works on um, where he he records noises from the uh, outside world and uses them for uh, noises that uh, are in movies. And uh, he witnesses while he's recording the the noise of an owl Mac. um, He witnesses a car accident Um, that it it actually turns out to be a part of a conspiracy that killed a governor. Wow. It's also Quentin Tarantino's favorite movie. (laughs) Oh. And Mac, all of that was from the top of my head. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And all of that was your, uh, third reason, third good thing you liked about this movie.
0: I would say, yeah, that was my, uh, probably if I had to re-rank them, I would say that was my favorite. Oh, okay. So you were doing them in reverse order. And unintentionally, Mac. Yes. Okay. But what about you? What was your third favorite thing?
1: <laughs> oh man, it's hard. I don't know if I'll be able to get as as technical as you just did.
0: Um, we'll just go off the top of your head. Though. That's what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> off off the top of my head, I really liked that sh- that short cartoon guy who is living in the real world for no reason. He didn't really the doctor. Much. Doctor, yeah. He was cute. Yeah. Well,
0: he's. He's the one that bridges the gap between the two worlds in the first place, Mac.
1: That's right. I thought he was cute, though, is what I'm getting at. He's a cutie. Yeah. That's what yeah. I liked.
0: I like a good, cute thing that I don't want to fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, give some examples.
0: Hmm. Kittens?
1: Okay. Ants?
0: Uh, I don't think ants are cute, and I do want to fuck them. Have you I gotten Mac, who's the best character in this movie? Let's dust off an old classic segment And give out a best character award Who was the best character in this movie, Mac?
1: Oh, goodness Probably that girl who worked at the comic book store No, 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 no. I take it back, I take it back, I take it back The guy who asked Jack who he was Whose only lines are, who are you? Yeah, who are you? That guy did a good well, job. Well,
0: n- nice to meet you.
1: Yeah. That guy. Yeah,
0: that guy. That did, guy did a really good job. He did a really good
1: job. I really I believe, mm-hmm. you know what I believed? That he didn't know who he was.
0: Yes. Uh-huh.
1: Who's your favorite character?
0: Probably Burke. Burt? Burke? Burke? Yeah, well, not in this movie, but Burke <laughs> was in uh, Blowout, uh, okay. which was a Brian De Palma movie. Um John Lithgow played the character of Burke. Yeah. Um, and was actually the person that was uh, hired um, by the people that were trying to get the governor killed. And he is actually responsible later in the movie for Sally's death. And nice. what's really <laughs> cool about Blowout yeah, is that. Since I asked. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> and this is why Burke's the best character. Uh-huh. Because Jack Terry, played by John Travolta, is trying to save Sally, played by Nancy Allen. Yeah, obviously. Who, Coincidentally, they were both a couple in the movie Carrie, um, which was also directed by Brian De Palma.
1: What? You're kidding me.
0: Yes, it, L- listeners, I know you can't me? see it, but I can. No, no, I'm not. Okay. Listeners, I know you can't see it, but Mac threw down her glasses uh-huh. when I said that Out because of it's shock. a mind blowing fact. Yeah. Well, because you know that you know Jack, Terry, and Sally. They they, they they met under such weird circumstances because Sally was in the car with the governor whenever he was murdered, Mac. Murdered. And as they do find out that he was murdered, they were able to unravel the plot, but not in time before Burke intervened and took Sally. He took Sally.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And he ended her life. You don't know what you're doing! But John Travolta, like I mentioned earlier was a sound engineer and he he was good at recording noises. And as she's dying, well, let me back up a little bit. Please. Beginning of the movie, um, John Travolta is employed, um, for a horror movie where they're trying to get the, the right scream, Mac, a blood curling scream that uh, elicits fear. (laughs) And not only the, the person who's screaming, but also the people that are listening to the said scream, but he can't get the right scream. So, flash forward to the end of the movie. Burke's got Sally, and he's got a sound recording device on Sally so he can track where she's going. John Travolta loses track of her, and she's whisked away by Burke, and he takes her up to the top of a building, and John Travolta, Jack Terry, John Travolta plays Jack Terry, he's driving through the streets of New York, and there's a parade going on. He's weaving in and out of traffic. He's narrowly missing pedestrians, and and he slides, and he eventually wrecks Mac... And he's so close to saving Sally, but in the sound recording, because Burke takes Sally, and he ends her life. And before he does, she lets out a blood-curdling mm-hmm. scream.
1: I knew she would. Woo-hoo!
0: Jack Terry uses that scream in the movie as a way to immortalize the woman that he lost. Wow.
1: And Chills.
0: that's why Burke's the, be- the best character in Cool World.
1: Yeah. It's not too late. Oh, God, where am I?
0: Mac. Zach.
1: I think that about... (laughs) I think we're done.
0: I think so, too. Let's knock out some listener engagement, (laughs) and then we'll move on. Uh, We should say before we get started, we know that this isn't the movie you thought we would be covering, um, a lot of listeners are probably expecting this episode to be Runaway. Yeah. Um, we, we went ahead and included Cool World because of... Uh, because fans a, a fan- are
1: first. Fans are first.
0: And that is so true, Mac. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, fans always come first. But next episode, we will be covering the movie Runaway, which is Tom Selleck fighting mechanical spiders. Um, a little bit more of the listener engagement that we need to walk uh, to, to run through here. If you don't want us to cover... Um, the Tom Selleck movie I just mentioned that I already forgot the name of. Um, Runaway. If you don't want us to cover that, you've already seen that it's possible to supersede that. Oh so yeah. if you have a recommendation, reach out to me and Mac either by text message, which apparently is an option because their fan base is so small right now. Oh, yes. Or you could reach out to <laughs> us um, on, um, at our email, which is Show at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Mac with a CK, Zach with the CH. Nice. Um, or you could follow us on Instagram at the Mac and Zach Show. Uh, that does include the word "the" before Mac and Zach's show, and Mac is again is spelled with the "ck" and Zach with the "ch." You can send us a direct message, and again, if you don't mind, if you could include reasons as to why you want us to review these movies. Mm-hmm. The reason that we got for this movie is because Brad Pitt's in it.
1: <laughs> is that what she said?
0: No, she actually gave a pretty good. What was uh, what's, what was the reason she gave? She said it was like because uh, she was listening to our episode "Hamilton's Hot Sauce," oh, and she was talking about how crazy. Uh, early 90s cinema was that the best example she can think of that reminded her of the craziness that took place in Hamilton's Hot Uh Sauce uh, was this movie Cool World. Yeah. And she said it would be a good movie to review. So we did that. Uh Um, And uh, like I said, if you want that to happen, you could reach out to the Mac and Zach Show uh, on Instagram, send us a direct message, including reasons why, or you could reach out to us at our email at macandzackshow at gmail.com. Mac with a C K, Zach with a C H. Gmail spelled the way it's always spelled. And nice. our art. Let's talk about our art for a second. It's, it was it's pretty drawn. good.
1: It's pretty good.
0: It's pretty. It's hey. Would you say it gets you glad?
1: <laughs> I'd say I'm. I've been gotten glad.
0: Yeah, because it was drawn by Sam Gonzalez, um, a very good friend of mine, uh-huh. and. Um, she uh, has a, an art company, I guess is the best way to put it, known as Get Glad Art. You can follow her on Instagram. Instagram is spelled I N S T A G R A M. Uh huh. Anyway, that's pretty much all the listener engagement that I have. Uh, Mac, do you have anything else you wanted to add? I, I really don't. <laughs> well, that's good, Mac, because yeah. I feel like we're out of time here. Yeah, just uh, like barely I said, next too. Yes, just in the nick of time, uh-huh. Mac. As I said, next week we'll be covering Runaway, and I can't wait to do that with my very good friend it's Mac. It's
1: gonna be, it's gonna be a hoot.
0: Mac, I hope you have a good one and enjoy the rest of your quarantine. We're all dying. <laughs> <laughs>